Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another fun episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. So glad to be with you all once again this week. Tonight is a very special episode for me, a guest that I've been looking forward to having on this show for a very long time. One could say since day one of Travel Tips Tuesday, and we're going to talk about a topic that is very near and dear to her heart. We're also going to dig into a little bit of the Epcot International Flower Garden Festival, or should I say the taste of Epcot International Flower Garden Festival. We're going to talk about some other Disney news that's out there, a few travel and attraction updates, and talk about this little thing called Momcations and what that is all about. So thank you all so much for joining us for another episode, and let's get into it, shall we? Tonight, this is Travel Tips Tuesday, and it is March the 9th, 2021. In tonight's topic, let's talk about momcations. What's a momcation? You may ask. You're going to find out here in just a little bit. Our question of the day is, what is your main reason for traveling? What is your main reason for traveling? So we ask questions kind of like this sometimes for the question of the day on Tuesday. Again, sometimes these questions have directly to do with the episode. Sometimes they do not. This one kind of does uh, in a way, but what is your main reason for traveling? I got a lot of great answers from people uh, earlier from just, you know, I need some way to relax, to, uh, you know, I need some way just to kind of reconnect with what matters most around me, my kids, you know, just to kind of unplug, you know, do things. So, so a lot of people travel just to kind of get away, which is great, or explore sort of that, uh, you know, sense of wanderlust or adventure that drives a lot of us. So a lot of great answers uh, from the question of the day in the news feed earlier. But again, feel free to uh, drop your answer in there tonight. So let's talk about some Disney news. A lot has been going on in the past couple of weeks. Last week, we didn't do Disney news because I was a guest on the Unrelated at Birth podcast. They go live the same time that Travel Tips Tuesday does. So I was a uh, second time, a repeat guest for them, which was a lot of fun. We did a, and I'm going to be posting the audio to this either tonight or tomorrow, uh, but we did a bracket challenge. So March Madness, known for basketball, known for, uh, you know, kind of tournaments and those kinds of things. We pitted uh, the most popular attractions, arguably so, the most popular attractions from the Walt Disney World Resort against the most popular attractions at the Universal Orlando Resort. And we had, you know, four different segments, and it came down to the final four, came down to the championship round. We talked a lot about them. It lasted quite a while. It's a long one, about two hours. So, you know, dig in. Uh, I would love to hear from you. would love to hear from, you know, your opinion, if you think we were right on any of them, if you think we were wrong on any of them, you know, either way, uh, let us know. But again, you can check that out uh, in the podcast feed. By the time you're listening to this one, it should be available there, ready and waiting for you. So again, some Disney news. A few fun things have happened, even as recently as today. Uh, some things that have been announced by um, by Disney's very own Bob Chapek. Uh, first of which was Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, the new attraction that's going to be opening up in the France Pavilion at Epcot. The grand opening is set for October 1 of 2021. So that attraction is pretty much done. Like, it hasn't been officially announced. It's ready. You know, come on down for a soft opening. But, you know, it kind of makes sense when you put two and two together. October 1, 2021, this also happens to be the 50th anniversary to the day of Walt Disney World opening. So um, that's pretty cool. 
looking forward to seeing what that attraction is you know like again there's a version of it uh, that's a disneyland paris as well the ride system is very similar to the one that you would see with rise of the resistance at disney's hollywood studios uh, it's going to be a great attraction every from everything that we hear you know and it's likely that we'll see some sort of soft opening over the next few months as we get closer to october uh, Blizzard Beach, which is one of two of Disney's water parks, reopened earlier this month and is up and running. And it's exciting to have guests back in that park. And they were actually posting the uh, weather, you know, the day that it opened. And it was like in the mid-60s. And you're like, why would you go to a water park when it's like in the mid-60s? Well, you know, the water's heated. Um, and it's been closed for quite some time. And there's a lot of excitement over it. And several people did go. So tickets, standalone tickets are available for that. You can also purchase the Park Hopper Plus option as well to go into Blizzard Beach. So looking forward to uh, seeing that. We're seeing guest experiences uh, from that as well. Uh, thirdly, tonight, a new look at the newly reimagined Moana-themed rooms at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Disney uh, kind of have a, had a press release for that with some interior shots of what some of these reimagined rooms look like. For those that may not be aware, the regular sort of cash-paying side to Disney's Polynesian Villa, Village Resort, so not the villa side, which is the DVC, Disney Vacation Club or DVC side of the resort, but uh, the the regular cash-paying side for folks that can just, you know, you don't have to have DVC points to stay there. Uh, they're doing a heavy remodel of all of the rooms, uh, refurbishments there, as well as the Grand Lobby and the monorail station. Uh, the rooms themselves are going to be themed with Moana. You can see some of the pictures I posted. You can also go to Disney Parks blog and look them up there as well. It's a very subtle nod to uh, Moana, and it's not overly you know cartoony. Definitely keeps in theme with the Polynesian vibe, and adds a nice little sort of accent to it to draw you into that Moana, Moana story. And I personally really like it, and I'm looking forward to seeing those in person. Hopefully, uh, Bob Chapek is optimistic this is another fun news bit that came out today uh again this is march the 9th 2021 um, bob chapek and it was opposite excuse me can't talk tonight that happens sometimes uh, bob chapek is optimistic that disney uh, college program can resume by the end of 2021 so it, it takes a lot for those of you that don't know what the disney college program is it's basically a program that where disney goes around the country in some cases internationally they have an international version of the program as well uh, where they recruit students from you know their university students to bring them in to get them resume experience and in some case intern you know type experience and it's kind of cool to be able to put that you know, on, on your resume and people, you know, it's a great conversation piece when people find out that you worked for the Walt Disney company. Uh, you know, that's a great thing that I get asked about as a former cast member. Sometimes my wife was also, she was actually a part of the college program. I was not, um, I was more of like a part-time operations, uh, cast member, but anyway, she can share some more about that later if she wants to, but you know, she doesn't have to, uh, the taste of the Epcot international flower and garden festival, uh, got kicked off on March the 3rd, so very recently. And very excited to see, you know, it was exciting to see the flowers go in and, and learn a little bit about, you know, what's going to be happening this year in the festival there with some of the booth, food booths that are there and some of the other experiences that they have. This one is not, is, is a little bit longer than the Festival of the Arts. So the Festival of the Arts was a great draw for guests in January and in February. Um, brought a lot of people in, a lot of great artists and it was just a good time to be there. It was very refreshing to be uh, in Epcot. When we were there in January as a family, we got to be in Epcot during a good part of that and see some of the you know, art installations and different things that they had 
had set up for it. It was a lot of fun. And the Flower and Garden Festival is another festival that has been running for year after year for quite some time. And technically this year it's called a Taste of the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival per, you know, pandemic and things. There's things that they can't do that they normally do, but the food is there, the experience is there, the topiaries that everyone looks forward to uh, are there as well. Uh, Figment is still, you know, was the mascot of the Festival of the Arts, and you'll definitely see smatterings of him around the park as well as as well as uh, Remy. I mentioned Remy earlier for... Uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, you'll see Remy around uh, also. So just a lot of great fun things to do at the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. So uh, let's get into our content tonight. I'll introduce our special guest here in just a second. Um, I want to talk about momcations. I think they're they're very important. And, uh, you know, moms a lot of times are some of the unsung heroes of the household or even stay-at-home dads as well. Uh, I have a friend of mine that is a stay-at-home dad who's uh, also a full-time Disney travel planner and loves doing it, is a super awesome dad and super passionate. So, you know, it, it goes both ways. But when this comes up in conversation, for the sake of the argument, um, you know, we normally refer to these things as momcations. So uh, when I'm going to ask my guest to come over here, uh, come on here just shortly in just a second. And uh, we're going to start off like we do with normally with a lot of our guests, and that is talking about our earliest Disney memories. Uh, we're going to talk about things that are most meaningful for us. We're going to talk about a recent trip she had as well, um, who she went with, uh, the biggest benefit to these trips, the favorite part of them, and maybe even why other moms should go on these trips as well. So I'm going to ask her to go ahead and come join me. We may have to adjust the mic here in just a second. Um, hey, Sheree Humphreys is on tonight. So hi, Sheree. Hi. Um, uh, Sheree says, my family was at Disney World the first year it opened. We stayed at the Polynesian. Sheree, I may want to talk to you later about that, uh, by the way. Uh, we were so amazed with everything. The monorail going through the hotel and taking us to the park was a new experience. Great family memories. That is so cool. And I got to be honest, I'm a bit jealous with you. So uh, podcast land, Facebook live land. Uh, this is my wife, Tanya. She's, she's very animated, as you can see. Um, so I'm just checking on a couple of things here. There we go. Cool. All right. So just a few questions as we ask uh, a lot of our guests um, that come on the show. What is your earliest Disney memory that you can think of? So, you know, I have like very few childhood memories. Yes, that's okay. <laughs> I have very few memories <laughs> from like two weeks ago. So, um, I, like, I really, I mean this cabinet just always been there. Like I've always had like Disney stuffies. I've always watched like Disney movies and shows. Um, my dad says that I think the story goes, I was like two and we were coming um, home from vacation. We, I grew up in the Atlanta area and we were coming home from the keys and he drove to Disney world to make the three o'clock parade. So walked inside, stood, I guess around somewhere like towards the front of the park. So you like paid admission. We walked inside. We watched the three o'clock parade. Turned around, got back in the car, and kept driving home. And Dad was like, "If I had known what that was going to lead to, like <laughs> down the road, that you would be so Disney obsessed." So I don't have that memory, but it was really early, and it's a good story. <laughs> it's a bad habit we've gotten into. Um, what is your most meaningful Disney memory you think you have? Oh my gosh, um, this trip in January was pretty awesome. So. Uh, like just the whole experience with the kids. I know some people 
you've heard me say this a ton of times. Some people say that like during the pandemic, some of the Disney magic has gone um, because things have had to change. I think that's absolutely not true. Um, it wasn't in my experience. It, different people have different experiences, but I thought it was so neat. Like, um, so you can't get as close to the characters, but they still interact. And like during the cavalcades, there's not like 50,000 people right around you trying to wave to the characters. So the characters can really like point out and interact mm -hmm. with the individual yeah. families and the individual kids. So watching, you know, our little two-year-old Fred be like, you know, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. Yeah. And then Mickey, like he's like screaming and then Mickey turns around and sees it, but it's like, oh my goodness, you know, and waving at him. That's really neat. I also remember um, when we went, we spent a day with Jess Watson. Yeah. Um, years ago, it was like 2000. I guess it was 15 because mm -hmm. our second our second child, Alice, yep. was eight months old. And that was a special day. We just spent one day at the Magic Kingdom. But I remember during the parade, during the 3 o'clock parade, um, Snow White came up and, like, talked to our oldest daughter. And, like, like during the parade, she, like, yeah. walked up and talked to her for, I don't know, a good 10, 15 seconds. It seems like a long time when they're, you know, constantly moving. And I just remember crying a number of times <laughs> that day, too, just being like, this is so special and so sweet. And um, it's definitely... It always has that magic, but it's different when you go with your kids, I think. Absolutely. It's a, it's a different perspective, and we've talked about that before. You know, one of the questions that I get as a travel planner a lot is, you know, how early is too early to, to take your kids? And you've heard me share my perspective and some of my, you know, memories and whatnot before, and here's another take for you. So you know it's <laughs> Never not, too early. Yeah, you know it's not just me. So, you know, I, I would say it's, it's never too early to do that. Your perspective and the reason for your going just changes. Your experience changes, which honestly, like when you're travel planning, can be helpful to have a realistic <laughs> yeah. expectations it's when you go. It's very different than like when yeah. we used to go. Just yeah. Us. So, you know, the reason and purpose and, you know, things you're able to do may change from trip to trip, from year to year, especially as your kids grow. As your kids grow, you'll be able to do, you know, more things with them that you weren't able to do when they were younger, maybe things that you were to do, able to do before you had kids. So, you know, it just kind of changes uh, year after year. So when they're, when they're very little, you don't go yeah. for them. You go yeah. for you. Absolutely but it's, it's really neat because... I mean, you just get to see like their eyes light up and if they're like a baby, they're not going to remember it, but they're still going to, they're going to enjoy it while they're there to yeah. whatever capacity they're able. And, but you're always going to remember it. And right. plus like the baby care centers and I don't know, it's all, it's a good place yeah. to, to be with yeah. a baby. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, tell us about your most recent trip that we just, um, you just went on and got just kind of, yeah, got you literally like fresh <laughs> off, been just back went. about 24 hours. So. Uh, tell us about that. Like, where did you stay? Just sort of, you don't have to give us a day-by-day -day rundown or anything, but just... Minute by minute. Yes, here's what please, happened. go ahead. We're, we've got all night. <laughs> I can give you a rundown of my food. I can really do that. Yes, that was that was, <laughs> that was the key part of her experience that this time. That was key. Um, and I didn't have to share it with anyone. That was the best part. Okay, so anyway, so um, I went on a girls' weekend vacation with my best friend, Miss Ashley Doughton. And... Um, funny fact about her is we roomed together in college and we were best friends in college and we went to the same high school. We never knew each other. Like I knew her name and she recognized my name because we had some friends that were in common, but we never actually met each other until we got to college. Um, but, and we used to go like me you and her yeah. all the time before yep. we had kids. And then sometimes other people, but like the three of us would go a lot. So it was really neat being back with her. Um, cause we haven't been with her since, um, it's, I mean, I was pregnant with Alice, right. so it would have been 2014. Yeah, it's been it a while. Long, it was a long time. Yeah. And so I hadn't done a lot of things since 2014 um, 
because like we've gone for a day here and there. Right. Like I said, we went 2015 for a day. Mm-hmm. We went, I think in 19 for a day. And so I had not seen like galaxy's edge. I had not seen toy story land. Uh, there were so many things that were yep. like totally new w- when we went in January. So mm-hmm. it was neat getting to experience it this time and having more time to like just walk around and observe and do what I wanted because you know, when you're with your kids, you cater to your kids, right? What they want to do and things like that. So, um, that was neat, but we went, we went to all four of the parks. We spent a day at each. We stayed at the dolphin. So the Walt Disney world swan and dolphin mm-hmm. is like a hybrid Disney resort, Yep. but it was very nice. Yep. And I love the location. You know, my favorite resort is, um, the beach club. And part of it is the location. You can walk to Epcot. Yep. You could, you could walk to Hollywood uh, mm-hmm. studios if you wanted to. Um, or you can take the Skyliner. It's just, it's like, a, it's a perfect location. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It. And I just love the whole theming yep. but every, and everything. So I like being there um, and having the boardwalk and all that neat stuff. And those are basics. Cool. One each day. Cool. So, so what do you think was the biggest benefit for you going on this trip this time around? <laughs> um, it's just so a lot of moms work outside of the home. <laughs> you get to hear me say this all the time. John's like, I know. Um they and so like being a stay-at-home mom so we stay at home you know we have four kids and we homeschool so um i'm with my kids like all the time and i love them very much but it's important for me to do things on my own just like it's important for my kids to do things without me or you you Mm -hmm. know and so um and just rest because um i mean it's just it's just constant it's always something and our kids are small eight and under um so it was nice to not have a lot of responsibility for a few days. Yeah. It was like you were saying, when you go with your kids, it's a totally different experience. Um, and that's fine, but it's at the same time, it's like, it's nice to not have to share my food. It's nice to not have to try to keep the kids in a line when we've been waiting for a while or whatever. Or it's nice to be able to make a bathroom stop in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Four kids, it usually takes like 10 yeah. and a companion restroom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, say, I don't have to look for a companion restroom. I can just go in any old bathroom. And so that's nice. Or the refresher if you're at Batu. Um, so that was definitely nice. And it's just nice to, I think it's healthy for them to be away from me. I think it's healthy for me to be away from them and just have a bit of a break. Yeah. Nice to Moms need break. Well, and we all know vacations when you have small kids are not actually vacations. No. It's just as stressful at home, if not yeah. more, because you're out of your routine. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So it's it's no break at all. You got to worry about spaces. Are they childproof? You, know, yeah. you got to take all the things. And, you know, of course, you always end up going to the grocery store or Walmart because you forget something. The but... sleeping situation is totally different than yeah. what you're used to. So. And if you're anything like our family, whenever you go somewhere, whether it's somewhere you've been before or not, it usually takes a day or two for the kids to, like, acclimate, yeah. actually sleep through the night and... You know, I think anyway, it, not just Disney World, but I think it's really important for for moms to have these times, and I think it's really important for dads to enable them to do that because, mm. um, I mean, it it is it's it's just hard. Like yeah. I try not to complain too much because I feel very blessed that I'm able to stay home, that I'm able to homeschool them, I'm able to work from home, um, and I wouldn't trade that for the world. Right. But you still need rest. I mean, you know. God rested. He didn't need rest and he rested because it's important. So I think all moms need to try to do something, even if it's like, you know, Friday and Saturday night in a local hotel, like they don't have to go forever away. Um, but some kind of rest, I mean, everybody, everybody needs some kind of rest. And so I just, I know some moms feel like they can't like, 
Um, if they leave, like dad won't be able to hold mm -hmm. it together or things will just be too stressful or they feel like they have to get everything ready. Like they have to have freezer meals and stuff. And, um, I mean, everybody's situation is different, but it, it's really important for moms to try to get away from right. that at least once every so often. I mean, it's not feasible for most people yeah. financially or time-wise to do that like super often, but I mean, we need that that Sabbath, that recharge, that yeah. little bit of rest and to remember that we're individuals, you know, we're not just so-and-so's mom. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. So, um, this, and, and I agree with all that we've talked about before. We're not meant to be on the go all the time. We got to have rest and recharge regardless of who you are and how passionate you are about life or work or whatever the case may be. Um, what was your favorite part about this past trip? <laughs> I think I know the answer, but <laughs> well, I loved being with Ashley because we never get to see her anymore. She doesn't. We don't live near each other, so I really, really yeah. love getting to just be with Ashley. And she's one of those people like you can stand in line for an hour and not really talk, and that's cool. Yeah. Like, and and then you can like laugh till you cry, mm -hmm. <laughs> like twenty minutes later. So yeah. I, I just love that you can just really be yourself around Ashley. She's nuts. She's awesome. And then um, the food. <laughs> I love the food. Yeah, the the food was good. Speaking of the food, so you've got like the 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 Flower and Garden Festival, which is its own like thing. You know, these kiosks and yeah. different things that are set up around the World Showcase Lagoon and into part of Future World and all these different things, where you can go and get little bites that are anywhere from like around five bucks to ten something plus, depending on you know what it is. Uh, but there are also a few other food things around property that I think are, are pretty popular. Some of them hidden, some of them known, some of them not so known. Um, and one of them, we've, and I'll, if I was thinking of this ahead of time, I would have asked you or me, or me to bring it over here because we've got one of these here in the house, at least one of them still left. Um, tell them where you went on the way to the airport. Oh, you want me to go grab it? Yeah, you can go. Okay, yeah, you okay. can go grab it. Yeah, we'll do the big reveal. So uh, she's going to go grab grab something real quick. So this is one of the advantages of live podcasting. You can hear some noise and things going on in the back. We've had kids come through before. We've had dogs jingle. We've had the laundry go off, the alarm, you know, all sorts of things happen. So tell them real quickly where you went. Um, if you've got smell-o-vision, I can't really zoom the camera in. But I'll zoom a, for you. Yeah, there, there we zoom. go. Yeah, there we go. So uh, Gideon's Bakehouse is is known for uh, a few things. The big things that it's known for are these massive, and, and the, again, the camera just doesn't do it justice. This is you basically can, my whole hand. Yeah, so <laughs> for those of you listening to podcast lane, you can hear the crinkling uh, of it, but um, that is a triple chocolate half pound cookie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, triple chocolate mm -hmm. half pound cookie. Oh, it smells uh, so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If we, if we had smell of it, that thing's we're, we're probably going to have to get a glass of milk here in a second. This is not going to make it no, much better. No, 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 it won't. Uh, but we had another one. So she actually came through security with one pound of <laughs> with cookie in her back. Um, but again, Gideon's Bakehouse, there's a location at Disney Springs. Uh, there, there's also another location that is uh, off property, not at Disney. So Gideon's is a local establishment to the Orlando area, and Gideon's is so popular that they actually have a virtual queue waiting system to get into the place. So when you got a, got there shortly, not too long after it opened, how long? Like, what was the wait? So uh, it opened at ten, and I probably walked up at like ten fifteen. Yeah, maybe. And um, there was like an actual queue. Right. And then like. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, I have to wait in this long of a queue to like 
get in the virtual queue, but like, I, I guess to a, at a certain point, they just stop people waiting in line and go to a virtual queue. So yeah. the wait was like 90 minutes. I think I ended up waiting like just over an hour, probably okay. closer to like 70 minutes. Yeah. And you, they text you. So you, I mean, theoretically, and then you can come back whenever. So theoretically right. you could like go back to your hotel. Like yeah. sometimes the waits are like four or five hours. Right. But what, yeah, it's not uncommon. Like some of you all that are listening to this and Disney podcast land may you know, be aware that when the location at Disney Springs opened, like opening day, the wait was as long as like 11 or 12 hours and like some ridiculous case. But, you know, people aren't standing in the line for that long. That's like the virtual, you know, so you're like doing stuff, going home, taking a nap or yeah. whatever. So um, anyway, so what were some of the other, like that's that was a big food highlight for me because she actually brought some back to share. Someone uh, commented on your on your post like, you're trying to check your bag, and they're like, "I'm sorry, ma'am, your bag is overweight." And you just take out a bunch of cookies. Yeah. And, oh, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> that that <laughs> that, that will be my friend David Dollar over okay. at the uh, Main Street Electrical Podcast, who is the same stay-at-home dad that I mentioned earlier, um, who's 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 a super dad. So he he lives about an hour and a half south of me in the in the Birmingham uh, area. But David's an awesome guy, uh, super travel planner, really cool guy. Has a bunch of different podcasts that are out there. But um, what are some some of the other Food highlights. Let's let's go to the, the Flower and Garden Festival specifically. Oh, easy. Uh, the shrimp and grits. Um, yeah. I think it was like Sunshine Griddle. I can't remember, but it's it's very close to um, Test Track. And I wanted to... I, I'm, that was on my... Like, because I'm so cool and I was so excited about this vacation. They released the menu like the week before, maybe. Mm-hmm. And even like pictures. And so I, I went through every single kiosk and I was like, this is what I want. And I made a list because I'm serious about my food. And so that was like top of the list. And it was so good. It was so delicious that I went back and got it again later that night. And it was not, I mean, I can't remember the exact price. I want to see it was around like six or seven dollars. It yeah. was not one of the more expensive ones. Right. But it was grits. It was like um spicy, like blackened grilled shrimp. Yep corn i love corn yeah. red onion i love red onion some kind of little gravy stuff yeah it was so good yeah i went back a second time <laughs> that's something i'll never be able to eat but no. that's okay um shellfish allergy but we'll we're sad john yeah poor poor me um Whoa. anyway Whoa. so i have a lovely childhood memory of my whole family going to maine and uh you know we went toward the ll bean store that's up there if y'all know ll bean you know magazine online ordering whatever for hiking boots and stuff backpacks and anyway so we went there and then we went to the coastline there was this beautiful like dock and you know they were bringing their fresh lobster you can go over to the tank and pick out your own lobster it doesn't end well and everybody at the it's own and yeah and everybody at the you know everybody there like my family i think my maybe my dad's parents were also with us um like everybody picked out their own lobster to eat you know didn't end well for the lobsters of course so they went from the tank into the pot, boop, you know, they're on the plate later on. Um, and so for me, I couldn't have that. So I had to suffer and had a 16 ounce bone in T bone steak instead. Um, I was crying horribly. Not, no, I wasn't. It was fine. Um, anyway, so um, that was a rabbit I did not plan on chasing tonight, but that, <laughs> but that happens sometimes. So, um, any other foods you want to get Yes, please. I don't want to talk anymore. Okay, I was... So, I had a lot of good things at Epcot. Um, there were a couple things I would not eat again. I got the um, potato and cheese biscuit, which was in um, that, like, warehouse kind of area between the UK and Canada. Yes. It's like, back in there. Yep. Um, and 
it was it was not my favorite. Um, I was expecting, I don't know, the biscuit was like room temp and kind of hard. Um, so not one of my favorite things. Um, I did get the key lime tart in there. That was good. That um, I'm mad about. I asked her <laughs> to bring me good. one back. Hey, don't bring like, back a key lime tart. I'm, I'm a fan of key lime. Anyway. It was really good. Um, and another one I got that I was not super crazy about was in Italy at the kiosk. They were like sausage risotto balls and they were delicious. But they were like twelve dollars. They weren't. They weren't worth twelve dollars to me. Um, so I wouldn't get it again simply just because I don't. I don't think they were good enough for the price. I'd rather spend and get like two of those shrimp and grits things. Yeah. Um, some other things that stand out um, at the Magic Kingdom. Am I doing like the whole trip? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Go, okay. go ahead. So I'll talk about food all night at the Magic Kingdom. Um, we like to go to Casey's and get the corn dog nuggets, mm. and they're closed. But they started serving them at Westward Ho in Adventureland and so I got my corn dog nuggets with like faux cheese sauce and it was really good. We love the Disney faux cheese sauce. That was just like that wasn't like like gourmet good but just nostalgia yeah. just because mm -hmm. I love them. Sure. They are delicious. Um I'm trying to think of of course at Animal Kingdom I had to get the um you missed my favorite thing at Magic Kingdom. Spicy chicken and waffle sandwich. Oh that was good. And it has some kind of like broccoli slaw. Mm-hmm that was some good it's, stuff. it's talked about this before it's my favorite thing at magic kingdom i discovered it back in like i don't know november or something no it's somebody good. told me about it at sleepy hollow so right off the liberty square mm -hmm. area as you're going into the main hub on the left mm -hmm. there's this little sleepy hollow um kind of it's it's not really obvious but it's there's a small quick service they have a very small menu it's like that funnel cake and a corn dog yeah it's like the most rain like assortment of like you yeah. would see it like a fair or something but it, it is a full-size waffle with a spicy chicken filet in it with a very uh light like syrup honey drizzle thing with this broccoli slaw stuff that's on it and i don't normally like slaw that much but like this is like the best thing i've ever had it's, it's so, so good. good and the it's not it's like a it's not a belgian waffle i don't, no, I don't care for no, the belgian no. waffles and I, I like kind of like light soft waffles and so like you can literally just like fold it up yeah like a it's more of like a waffle house style waffle if yeah, you've ever had one. it is yeah Very and, similar to and that. you can eat it just roll because i got a fork and i because i wasn't sure but i right. just was able to eat it like a sandwich um i had to get the cheeseburger pods mm -hmm. with the little steam buns mm -hmm. at satuli canteen and pandora yep. at animal kingdom because yep. those are good. everything about that meal is so good like the cheeseburger pods yep. are good the slaw is good i like slaw slaw is good and those sweet potato chips oh those are good they're also good that's yep. that's a good meal and the um, sweet potatoes that are good for you right that's just, it's totally a vegetable yeah, it's a vegetable like macaroni and cheese is <laughs> yep speaking of macaroni and cheese and in batu at hollywood studios um i got the the kids version of the tip yep at docking bay seven mm -hmm. food and cargo because i thought I mean, most a lot of times the, the grown-up ones are more i mean i'm eating all day long so you know like i I can't have a full big meal because then I won't have room for one like in an hour when I need mm -hmm. to eat again. And so I wish I had gotten the grown-up size. Um, I'll do that next time. But the broccoli was like roasted. It was pretty good. Yeah. I usually prefer raw broccoli, yeah. but it was good. Um, and then the tip yip is like fried chicken. But Basically, it's really, yeah. it doesn't have a bone. It's more like a giant chicken finger. Yeah, okay. But it's like been put in a mold, but it's good. Yeah. But yeah. you don't have to worry about the bone or anything. Right. And then the macaroni and cheese there is really good. Yeah. So, I mean, I ate a lot of good things. Um, it, uh, Woody's Lunchbox has 
box tarts, which mm, is like their their yep. version of a yep. like a homemade pop tart. So this this is one thing she's done. I've I've walked by Woody's Lunchbox like a few times, still have not eaten anything from I didn't there. Know that. I nope, thought you I have not. You keep telling me to go there. Yeah, well, that's because I haven't been there, and I need like a fresh report, which we're getting right now. Here. So. Uh, I actually ate there twice. So I ate their breakfast bowl, which was like um, tater tots, gravy, <laughs> eggs, and green onions. I love green onions. It was really good. And then I saw the box tarts, and it had like three. Mm -hmm. It was like a like a Nutella bacon mm -hmm. one. And then there was like a strawberry raspberry one. And then there was like a blueberry lemon. And it turns out they do like one a day. Mm -hmm. So when I was there, it just happened to be the blueberry lemon, which was good. It was good. I probably wouldn't get that one again. Um, I would like to try that Nutella. It wasn't Nutella. I mean, they don't say Nutella because it's like copy or whatever. Right. But, um, it's hazelnut like, spread. Hazel yes. chocolate hazelnut yes. spread. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With like maple candied bacon. So if if, if that one's ever there when I'm there, yep. I rest assured I will be trying them. I mean, it was good. It was fine. And of course, I have to get the little what what our daughter Evelyn calls a droid coke. Yeah. I had to eat that, drink that. The little thermal detonator cokes. Yep. They they look small, but honestly, it's slightly. It's like twelve ounces. Yeah, it's like it's like thirteen and a half. Oh, it? It's like slightly more than what you get in a normal can, but you know you're paying. Uh, you're paying for a round bottle. Like, like <laughs> six six galactic credits six or whatever credits, it is. Yeah. Six credit because they don't use cash. They don't use dollars in Batu. It's no, it's like a completely different yeah, it's credit. So, so you know, it's, no it's a different place. Yeah, you're all in another in another world, in another planet. That's become my favorite place in all of Disney World. So, well, okay, so, like, just let's chase that rabbit for a second. So, why? It, you really feel like you're in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, you feel like you're on yeah. a different planet. Like, and it's so, um, it's so expertly themed. Mm -hmm. Like, the cast members are residents of Batu. They have their own language, like, their own morning greetings and their own right. evening greetings and their own, like, goodbyes and, like, uh, you know, if, if, like, just their own, like, phrases, their own kind of yep. vernacular. And, um, it's just, it's just so neatly themed. And if you have the Disney parks play app, I think yep. is what it's called. So much fun stuff you can do in there. There's one that just like links up to Batu at large and you can choose to like do stuff for the first order or to do stuff for the resistance yeah. or to do like scoundrel stuff, just like, you know, like on your own. Um, it's really neat. And like we were sitting there in the big, like, um, tie that sits there that like Kylo Ren and Stormtroopers mm -hmm. will come out of for like uh, character greets. Um, I like hacked into it for something and it like lit up and started making all these loud noises and like steam started coming out. And so all the people kind of turned around and they were like looking to see what was going to happen. And I looked at Ashley and I was like, I did that. And she was like, no, you didn't. I was like, I did. I hacked it on my data pad right here. <laughs> and I was like so excited to be while I was drinking my green milk. <laughs> and yeah. I was like so excited to be doing that. So it's just neat, like little stuff that you can like turn on and hack throughout the system. And then they've got specific ones for smugglers run and rise of the resistance where you can play along while you're in the queue. Yeah. It's not quite what it's supposed to be during a pandemic because you're not waiting in the queue for very long. Um, and you're like constantly moving pretty right. much cause you're right. so spaced out. Oh yeah. Um, but if you were like literally standing in line for a few hours one day, like in normal times waiting, it would be awesome because like in smugglers run the, the game on the play app changes as you move through the queue. Mm. So like when you're, at the beginning of the queue, you're behind the Millennium Falcon. You're like scanning crates and helping do inventory. And then when you get inside, you're like um, doing other things. And then when you get to the top, you're looking down at the Millennium Falcon. You're like helping 
Honda Onaka like pinpoint stuff on the Falcon that needs to be repaired. So, so like it's really neat. And when you're in line for Rise of the Resistance, you're like texting Finn and trying to help him. Like he's he's on the a cruiser. He's on a first order Star Cruiser. And so you're that's trying, pretty cool. And so you're trying you're like texting back and forth and you're like hacking things for him and helping him get through doors and stuff. Like it was really neat. Like I said, it was kind of rushed because I was constantly moving through the line, especially in Rise of the Resistance because the the like your boarding passes. Um, but that just, I mean, it's just so immersive and it's so well themed. And like, um, when I, when we came back in January, someone asked me like, did you see Darth Vader? And I was like, no, you don't see Darth Vader on Batu because that's at a totally different part in the timeline. And like, you don't even buy, like when we were there in January, I asked one of our kids wanted a Darth Vader mask. And so I asked one of the cast members, like, where can I find a Darth Vader face mask? And they're like, uh, Darth Vader's not here. Like, <laughs> That was so like 30 years ago, you know? <laughs> and so like, there's not, like you can't find anything. Yeah. Nothing's like labeled, obviously Disney. They don't have any right. merchandise, even from like the original trilogy or the prequel trilogy. Like it's so right. perfectly themed and it's just super magical. That's fun. It really is. Yeah. yeah. They definitely did a good job in it for sure. So uh, we could stay here for a long time talking about all the different pieces and we may have to have her back on again. We'll see what she says after we're done. Um, but uh, so, sort of wrapping up the experience, thinking about all things that you got to do and just sort of maybe some going back to some things that you said earlier. Uh, but why should other moms or stay-at-home parents in general take a trip like this, be it you know to Disney or somewhere else? Does it have to be to Disney? No, it certainly doesn't because, I mean, I took my first momcation like six months ago. And yeah. I just went to the beach with my dad and my stepmom, and it was awesome. <laughs> I like slept until ten the first day. My dad like came to make sure I was still alive. Yeah. I, was, like, I can't tell you the last time I slept until ten. Yeah. Like, um, it was amazing. And so I just laid around and did nothing. I ate a lot of crab legs. I ate, I do that. She likes crab legs. I, I like food in general, um, and like read, watch TV. Like it was just super lazy, and so I enjoyed that. Whereas this one was totally different. We were getting up. We were getting up super early. Right. But we were getting up. And like pretty much going to park. Well, yeah, we, we closed the park every day except for my last day. Ashley had already gone home. And so um, Animal Kingdom closed at 8. And I think I left at like 7.50. So, I mean, I pretty much closed it. Um, by the time I waited like 15 minutes for a bus, I had closed it. But um, it was different. We were, we were moving, but we weren't like... I mean, we've been before. And Ashley goes... Right frequently and so yeah. we weren't like trying to rush to cram everything in i was just trying to do stuff that was not normal for me mm -hmm. or that i hadn't gotten to experience a lot before um and so like the things on batu were things i wanted to look at again because i'd only seen them the once um and like um avatar flight of passage yeah. to animal kingdom we did that once back in january yeah. our daughter alice calls it appetizer which is like way cuter than avatar yeah <laughs> so that's what we call it in our house so like getting to do that again um and then like the stuff in toy story land slinky dog um because i did that i think once mm -hmm. on our previous trip so just like it was i know you're like disney does not actually sound relaxing because most of the time you're getting up and you're right. going but because it was just the two of us and we didn't have to wait for a lot of other people to, you know, like I said, use the restroom or eat their meals. We kind of do what we wanted. We were able to really do a lot, but still at a very relaxed pace and like just sit and rest when we wanted to sit and rest. So, and then anytime you're on a vacation like that, you sleep well at night yeah. because you've been on your feet Absolutely. for all day long. Mm -hmm. And so the rest is, is usually pretty good at the end of the day. I know like when we were there in January, our kids, 
they'd be like, ha ha, that was such a great day. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, it was like, it was like that. It was like boo from, yep. you know, Monsters Inc. She's mm-hmm. just, ha ha yep. <laughs> All over. It was pretty close to that. So, um, I mean, you're still getting rest and, you know, different people need different kinds of rest, I think like in different seasons of their life. So like in September, I needed just real true rest. Um, and this time I needed the kind of rest that just allowed me to be an individual. Right. <laughs> and so, um, I mean, I think, I think, like I said before, all of them are important because we are still individuals. Um, even, you know, if you're in a relationship, even if you have other family around you and you have kids, you have mm-hmm. parents or siblings or whatever, um, and friends that you treat like family, whatever you've got, you're still an individual and you still need to retain some of that individuality, I think is important. Um, so I really think it's important to, I mean, I'm, I'm a homebody and I'm kind of a loner, so I can go on vacation by myself and I'm fine. Like after my friend left, my mom was like, aren't you lonely? And I was like, no, I love it because I'm never alone, like yeah. ever, you know? And so, um, I really enjoyed it. I know some people who are more extroverted may not, may not appreciate being alone somewhere, but, but then you can do like, like go with a friend, yeah. um, or even a couple friends. Um, and I think it's just really beneficial to just kind of let yourself be yourself because especially the older you get, as adults, we have like so many roles that we have mm-hmm. to fill and you forget that Yeah, it's really easy to forget that yourself. Absolutely. And I think it's important to do that because I mean, as the saying goes, like you, you can't fill other people if your cup is empty, like you can't pour from yep. an empty cup. And so it's really important. It doesn't have to be a four day vacation to Disney World. I'm extremely lucky that I was able to do that. Um, you know, but it needs, it needs to be something. It needs to be something. Right. Well, 100% agree, and I hope that you've enjoyed her perspective and some of our anecdotal stories. Uh, we've been going for a little over 40 minutes now, which is a slightly longer than we normally go, but that's okay, because normally when we have guests, this is typically the case. I'm so, usually asleep by now. Yeah, th- th- this is true. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's she's not lying. So, um, And I actually hear that from some of my other guests sometimes. So <laughs> if we could do this early, we would, but you know kids we have to get our kids asleep yeah too. you know which we're, we're watching a monitor one of them that one's got his legs dangling off the yeah bed. so you know <laughs> we're we're good um but anyway thank you for coming on and doing this i hope that you all enjoyed it that are watching and listening um to travel tips tuesday and appreciate you um your support and being here and listening you know week in week out would love to hear from you uh what you thought of tonight's episode feel free to leave a review and apple podcast if you subscribe on apple podcast because that's where most of the folks that i think that listen to the show and podcast listen uh if you are on facebook uh, feel free to drop something in the comments as well and i'll be sure to see that and get back to you so thank you all so much again if you do have any questions about travel planning momcations any of that kind of stuff feel free to reach out to me uh via facebook or email uh any of my contact information stuff that's out there so uh thank you all again so much for joining us i hope you have a magical rest of your evening and we'll see you again real soon bye-bye thanks for listening to travel tips tuesday we'll be back next week with another episode see you then